doing an impact year uh, focused on worship, so kind of worship internship, um, just serving the church really, uh, so leading on Sunday morning and looking at our team and how we train our team and working uh, especially on a Friday night with the youth group and then our youth worship band, we're very blessed to have some great worshippers in our youth, so um, I get to come away on a Friday night and they can lead worship there, which is great. Um, yeah, so uh, just briefly about me, I grew up in a Christian home and uh, my dad leads the church in East Princeton, so we moved to East Princeton when I was about eight or nine to, uh, so dad could do that. So I always grew up in church and then went off to uh, university and when I was at university really got plugged into church then, started leading worship and then came back and carried on doing that and that's why I'm doing this year. Um, and so tonight I'm going to be talking about worship, hopefully, um, and really uh, just off the back of what you guys have been talking about, the Holy Spirit and learning about uh, who the Holy Spirit is and what he does, um, just going to talk a little bit about encountering the presence of God as we worship and through the Holy Spirit. Um, and I don't know about you guys, often I will read the Bible and I'll find it really exciting, I'll read the stories of what God's doing and his power and the blessings that he pours out on people and read about the miracles that Jesus does and they're all super exciting stories but sometimes I can read them just like that, just like a book of exciting stories and think of God as just a character in a book and a book that's great and exciting and unique but, um, but just a book and you can forget uh, that God is actually alive today uh, and that his presence and power aren't just confined to the pages of the Bible that we read and get excited about but uh, are actually uh, living within us uh, and therefore our worship is the same as that, it's not just something that's about us uh, talking about God but it actually involves God amongst us as we worship in Philippians 3, it says that we, as believers, are those who worship by the Spirit of God and glory in Christ Jesus and put no confidence in the flesh. Basically, we can't worship the Father without the presence of the Holy Spirit. The main role of the Holy Spirit, as um, it talks about in this verse, is to glorify Jesus by making us more like him. And one of the ways that he does this is by making us aware of uh, his presence and his power, and throughout history, the presence of God has always been what identifies Christians as being unique as people. And, and our response to, to this fact is an important part of our identity as followers of God. In Psalm 105, it says, Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. And that's great, but how do we do that? How do we seek the presence of God? And really, to do that, we, we first need to know two things. The first is that God is omnipresent, which means that he is present everywhere. Uh, there's famous verses in Psalm 139 which say, Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me, your right hand will hold me fast. God is present everywhere, and he can make his presence known anywhere at any time because he's already there. And the second thing it's important to know is that we can expect God's presence because he's promised to turn up. The church uh, in Ephesians is described as being a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. And trusting that God is going to turn up based on what he's promised is really helpful, especially in a worship context, because it stops us from thinking that we have to do worship the right way to experience the presence of God. You know, maybe, oh, if I, you know, lift this hand in the verse and then once we get to the chorus I can lift both hands and then the presence of God will come 
or well, hang on, I'm, say to the person next to you, you can't, you can't lift your hands yet, we, we haven't got to the key change. When we get to the key change, that's when <laughs> God's really going to come in. Or shouting at the beginning, wait, wait, stop, we can't stop. They haven't lit the candles around the edge of the room, so God's definitely not going to turn up. But actually, it's, it's not to do with that at all, although it's great to have good music and it's great to sing great songs. To experience the presence of God, it's about trusting that he's promised to meet with us. And when we know these two things, that God not only has the power to make his presence felt at any time, but he promises to do so amongst us as his church, that is really encouraging us to pursue his presence. But how do we do that? How do we pursue the presence of God? Well, a lot of it is about uh, having the right attitude. Um, and with the help of a friend of mine, well, I say a friend of mine, I've never met him, but I've read his book and it's good, um, <laughs> called Bob Coffin. He, uh, he talks about three attitudes of, uh, of encountering God's presence in worship. And the first of those is desperate dependence. Uh, we're going to sing a song a bit later called Jesus Paid It All, which uh, starts with the line, I hear the Saviour say, thy strength indeed is small. And that is so true of us. The, there's simple desires that wage war in our hearts and the world tries to lead us down all sorts of uh, different roads. And we often stumble and fall. I am desperately dependent. We all are. But God sent his spirit to help us. And we can uh, show this dependence by calling out to God and asking his spirit to empower us. It says in this book, this constant confession of our own weakness and dependence on God helps to show that we desire more of his presence amongst us. In 2 Corinthians 12 it says, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness so that Christ's power may rest on me. And it's really important to have an attitude of knowing that we are dependent on God when we come to him and when we want to pursue his presence. We need to remember that it's, it's not about us being brilliant but that he comes to us because we are dependent on him. The second attitude is that of eager expectation. Um, I don't know about you, when I was younger, I would invite friends round to my house. And I remember we had like a, um, a big window in the front room right next to the front door, so I could sit on the windowsill and I could wait for them to come. You know, you could see their car coming up. And I, would, I was eagerly expecting them to turn up. And now that I'm an adult, uh, this, part of this might be because, you know, my parents aren't arranging for my friends to come round and meet me. I have to do it myself. Um, but generally, my friends are a little bit less reliable to turn up at the door um, or to turn up at wherever we're hanging out. You know, um, sometimes I'll uh, arrange to hang out with uh, some of my friends and I'll be really, you know, excited to hang out with them. But actually, really, as it gets kind of closer to the day that we're meant to, you know, be going to the pub or something, you get those kind of texts coming in. Oh, sorry, yeah, I've got to uh, cut my toenails that day, so I won't be around. Or, oh, I forgot that the trains are going to be delayed, so I won't be there. And even though, you know, I say, oh, yeah, I want to hang out with you guys, I'm not actually expecting anything to happen because, I'm, you know, I know that they're just going to text and not be able to. That's not the case all the time. I'm not just sitting alone <laughs> waiting for all of my friends to do Don't feel too sorry for me. Um, but we can be like that with God sometimes. We can say, oh yeah, Lord, I want to encounter you. But we're actually, we're just kind of standing there not expecting anything to happen. The Bible tells us to eagerly desire spiritual gifts. And God can work so powerfully through spiritual gifts during our worship times. And in these times when when God stirs us, we need to expect to encounter him. It's not about 
saying, oh yeah, I want to encounter you, and then just standing there and thinking, okay, I've done this for a while now, I've got my hands down. We don't want to miss anything you might want to do. It's, we need to be eagerly expectant that he's going to move. Attitude number three. If we are pursuing the presence of God, we must do so with humble responsiveness. It is a privilege as a Christian to be able to use uh, the gifts that God gives us to help to shape people to become more like Jesus. It's a privilege to, to come this evening and, and lead you guys in worship. It's exciting to see what God's going to do through us giving our worship over to him and see what he's going to do in your hearts. If we choose not to step out in response to what God's put in our hearts, we can miss out on great opportunities like this to, to build each other up and to experience the presence of God. Being humbly responsive is about stepping out, about being brave, about taking steps of faith when we feel God might be speaking to us. All the while recognising that it's not about us looking good or showing off, but about pointing people to Jesus and giving God the glory for what he's blessed us with. And that doesn't always happen when we're gathered. I'm sure you've um, noticed that people bring, bring things, contributions in church from a microphone at the front. They might bring, you know, prophetic words or words of knowledge or just sing out over the congregation, and that uh, can really build people up. But it doesn't always happen when we're gathered in worship. It can happen, you can be talking to your friends about, you know, some, a situation that they're going through and really feel stirred to pray for them, or you can see someone having a tough time and think, oh, maybe I'll just drop them a text in the afternoon. God can stir us in the little things as well as in the corporate gatherings, and it's important to, uh, to respond humbly to that and see what God wants to do. Cool, so I think we're going to move into humble worship now. Um, but I just want to encourage you as we do so, just to, to think on, on those attitudes, to think on that, those attitudes of desperate dependence, of eager expectation, of humble responsiveness, and just be open to what God wants to do. And don't worry if you don't suddenly feel completely different, or you feel like you want to start dancing around, or you burst out into tears or you don't get a specific word from God but remember that God has promised that he is here with us right now by his spirit that he dwells with us not only that that he loves to draw near and meet with us and he loves it when we pour our hearts out to him in worship Amen. Amen. let's give Toby a round of applause Thank you.